Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. So, listeners, are you ready to get buzzed? Because we got a buzzworthy film to chat and review about today for Real Film Nerds episode number 356. Welcome, everyone, including my worker B, Mysterious Mike Talent. Oh, dude, uh, that, that that was an awesome intro, Matt. I really like it. The only thing I wish you could have done is, could you have worked in some honey somewhere? Like, something about sweets? I don't know, man. Like, But other than that, dude, it was great. Oh, I was going to call you honey, but then it would have exposed our true relationship together. And so we can't have that. Ah, understandable. Understandable, Matt. Well, dude, anyway, that was that was great. Um, I'm ready to get buzzed. You're ready to get buzzed. So for those of you who haven't caught all the buzziness and the puns, uh, this week we are chatting about Jason Statham's John Wick, The Beekeeper. Mike, break down cheesy John Wick. <laughs> all oh, right. Oh, hold on, so... hold on. Break down honey John Wick. There you go. All right, honey John Wick. Um, so this movie was directed by uh, David Ayer. It was written by uh, Kurt uh, Wimmer. And this movie is starring... Um, Jason Statham, Emmy, Emmy Revan Lampen, Lampman, uh, Josh Hutcherson, uh, Jeremy Irons, and this movie is about one man's brutal campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes after he is revealed to be a former operative of a powerful and clandestine organization known as beekeepers okay mike so before we get into it we're gonna play a little catch up mike we have not one but we have two giveaways this week so before we get into it i'm just gonna go ahead and do one right now okay do it dude so our giveaway for this week from our good friends at paramount pictures is a little film that just dropped on digital. I don't think it's in the theaters. I think it's on video on demand or digital only. It's called The Painter. Mike, what did you think about this film? I know you watched the trailer. It has uh, John Voight. It looks like it's a CIA um, revenge style film. Uh, You know, we just watched two in a row. We had The Killer, and now we have, spoilers, The Beekeeper. It's a revenge movie as well. Mike... Are you going to make it a three-peat? Are you going to go watch The Painter now? Dude, it looks like my kind of movie, man. Yeah. Uh, kind of revenge, kind of, uh, you know, secret operative kind of stuff, man. Looks fun. Looks interesting. Okay, Mike. So what should our listeners do to be entered in our drawing to get a digital download copy from, I believe, Voodoo? I think they have it listed. No, they don't have it on there. But it's a Voodoo code uh, for a copy of The Painter. Um, let's see. What should they, I don't, I don't know. Um, they're, we've already done favorite revenge movie. Can we do something with like John Voight? Should we do something? Yeah. Let's do something with John Voight. Uh, tell us, uh, his famous daughter. John Voight's famous daughter. All righty, Mike. 
Well, you heard it here, folks. Go ahead and email Mike at realfilmnerds.com. He is now our contest director since I have to do the reading. So anytime you enter stuff, it goes to Mike. And then uh, we'll let you know if you win, and we will send you a uh, digital code. I'll send you the code, but Michael, you know, see if you pass the test or not. Yeah, that sounds great. Thanks, Matt. I like it. Contest director. Yeah, there you go. Now, now you're big time. You're not only co-host; you are contest director. You are the CD of the Real Film Nerds podcast. Oh man, you might as well just put me in a player. Sir, yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, I need to get the business done so we can start chatting about this other revenge movie. So here we go. Starring Charlie Weber, Madison Bailey, and John Voight, The Painter is available to buy on digital today. An ex-CIA operative is put in danger when a mysterious woman from his past resurfaces. Now targeted by a relentless rogue ops program, he must rely on skills he left behind in a high-stakes game of survival. The Painter, you can get it on Voodoo now. It is rated R, and again, it's from our good friends over at Paramount Pictures. So there you go. You know what you need to do to be entered in our drawing? Email Mysterious Mike Talent today so you can be entered for a copy of this. On with our review of the beekeeper mike first impressions uh i know it's not a surprise this will probably be a quick review because i'm sure you love this movie go dude you're right i love this movie i have one minor complaint uh but other than that man i loved it it was great no boobies no no not not that it's it was not a horror movie man okay so Um, now we have two complaints no, just just one complaint, man. Okay, all right. Well, I guess we can get into that in the uh, um, spoiler section. Your complaint, because I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do without a spoiler, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, yes. It's 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 has to do with yeah. It would be a spoiler, right? Eh, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. It is a spoiler. Okay, so we will talk about your complaint later, Mike. You love this movie. One of your favorite revenge movies. I know you have a hard on for Jason Statham. Uh, you loved it, right? We don't need to go past that. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Um, no, I I did love it. the The writer for this, Kurt uh, Weimer, he also wrote um, Law Abiding Citizen, which I really like that movie for for revenge and and all that. So, yeah, like I was kind of bound to like this movie. Like I I saw this in the theater, the trailer, and I was like, yes. Yes, Mike, but he also wrote Expendables 4, which was a giant flop last year for Jason Statham. Yeah, but that, you know, that one wasn't bad. Mike, he also wrote the remake of Point Break. Well, I don't know, man. He's, it's okay. It's okay. Can't win them all. Uh, I think he has more losses than wins. I mean, he also wrote Ultraviolet. I mean, do you even remember that movie? Ultraviolet? Yeah, that that had um uh was that Mila Jovovich? Yes. 2006. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. It was fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. Oh, although he did do the adaptation of Sphere and I liked Sphere. I thought Sphere was good. Okay. So, Michael Crichton, right? Uh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, he's done his fair share of 
hits and misses. Uh, I think he has more misses than hits. But uh, he did Spell. He also did uh, the Children of the Corn, the 2020 film, Point Break, the remake of Total Recall. He did Salt. Salt was pretty decent. Law Salt was cool. Citizen, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Salt was cool with uh, Angelina Jolie and uh, Law Abiding Citizen. Uh, dude, that was that was great. Gerard Butler and uh, Jamie Fox. Yeah, dude. So, so I don't know. He's had some good stuff. He's had some misses. So Mike, I like the Beekeeper. I don't know if I like it as much as you do. I am a fan of Jason Statham. I'm not a super huge fan of uh, revenge movies. I like them. I think they're great. But one thing I do have to say about The Beekeeper, right off the bat, is probably one of the most satisfying revenge movies I've ever experienced. Well, dude, awesome. See? You you, you can you can get down with some revenge movies. Like, this one was... Uh, I don't know. The, um, the story is, like, you know, pretty... I don't know. It gets you, you know? It was a very, very uh, sad tale of, like, you know, w- what can happen to people when they get just fleeced, dude. So I, I, I don't know. Well, we can get into it more definitely in the spoiler section, but I will just put it this way. You don't fuck with the helpless, period. You just don't fuck with the helpless, and people do it all the time, especially in our new digital world. Oh, yeah. There you go. Perfect. Nicely summed up, Matt. I mean, it's just, you know, that's what it is. I try to talk to people about it when it comes to the IT stuff and the computer world and all that. Uh, it's really, really easy to um, take advantage of people in the digital world. And criminals are lazy is what it is. They don't want to go rob a bank. They don't want to go hold someone at gunpoint uh, when they can sit behind a computer and do as much damage, if not more. And so, you know, that's just a fact. And no matter how much protection you have, I, we talked about this on the radio with the AI thing. We were discussing it earlier, off, you know, before we started recording. But um, no matter how much protection you have, antivirus, change your passwords all the time, do all that shit, there's always that one fucking element that you can never, ever, ever remove. It's called the human element. And you can think you're on the up and up all day long. But if you don't know, you don't know. It's that fucking simple, and that's how people get taken advantage of. So, But we'll get into that more and more in the spoilers. But um, this reminded me of like a 90s action movie. Uh, it was kind of over the top. It was kind of ridiculous. Uh, Jason Statham's character was basically a superhero without being a superhero, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, he he's pretty much a superhero. Yeah, I was just waiting for you to chime in there, Mike. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, he he was basically a superhero. I mean, Matt, on on the uh, key words for this movie on IMDb, it says one man army. Uh, yeah, dude, that's a perfect description because he's a one man wrecking crew all day long, and uh, you know the cast. Honestly, I was kind of surprised at the cast. There, there's a pretty solid cast. I mean, we knew Jason Statham. I didn't expect to see Josh Hutcherson. Um, he was just in the uh, starring role at Five Nights at uh, Freddy's uh, back in October. I thought he did a fantastic job as as uh, kind of a villain. Like he's a villain, but he's not like the main villain. He's just like one of several. Um, 
Jeremy Irons. I fucking love Jeremy Irons. He's a fantastic actor, especially when he's a villain. He's just like Jer- Josh Hutcherson. He's a villain, but he's not like the whole villain. Like there's multiple villains in this movie that complete like the whole thing. And Jeremy Irons again, he just he just did a great great job, dude. He really did. I liked it. Yeah. No, no, it was I didn't know Josh Hutcherson was really in this at all and uh I liked his character even though it was I guess one of the the bad guys or or whatever. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, he's definitely clearly one of the three or four or five villains in the film. Yeah, there's but, just like it's almost like a video game. There's like levels of villains. Yeah. Yeah, but it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, um I didn't quite see where it was going right away, and and that was interesting. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I won't spoil it, but I kind of predicted who like the the head honcho was and who his mom was. I kind of I kind of figured that out uh, about halfway through, give or take, when they kept like showing her doing her makeup and like you know all alone and stuff. I was kind of like, oh yeah, she's someone that's important. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, Matt, I think this one's hard not to kind of spoil by talking about some stuff. We've already done it, so uh, let's let's find out. What are you drinking this fine morning or e- evening? <sighs> well, Mike, um, I'm just sticking with an old tried and true. I don't know if I've had one on the podcast yet for 2024, but I am now. I don't remember. I think I was drinking a... a, a um, Oktoberfest last pod but uh yeah. uh yeah this this is my tried and true my go-to one of my favorite beers in the world probably my favorite i don't know it's hard i, I have so many favorites but uh a kilt lifter all day long four peaks kilt lifter very nice matt very nice uh i am drinking a uh copper tail free dive it's a ipa you know you know i love those did you almost burp is that what that was yeah, I almost burped. Almost a little bit came out. Dude, that's one of the problems when we're drinking beers, recording. Like, I don't drink beers all the time, but I haven't had dinner yet. You already had yours. And so when I'm drinking, like, the burps, they start flowing. They do. And so I, that's why you, you'll hear me, like, stop for a minute, and there'll be, like, a blank. I'm trying not to burp into the microphone. Yeah, understandable, Matt. Understandable. But anyways, okay, Mike, well, uh, I think we need to move on to your favorite part of the podcast. As always, please tell me this is like a Jason Statham dad joke, because that would be hilarious. It is not, but it is B-related. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So that works. All right. Let me get it official. All right. Right. Mike. Uh, what do you call a B hold on, that can't- Hold on. No, no. Oh, I got to say it. I got to oh. say the words. I got to say the words so I can put in the the music and all that other stuff, you know, because I do have music for you. Yeah, I know. Mike, what is this week's just buzzworthy dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. That was good, Matt. Good intro. Matt, what do you call a bee that can't make up its mind? Oh, I'm trying to think. Mm, It's not a bee leaf be behind i don't know a maybe 
a maybe. Oh no, that is such a dad joke. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> a maybe. God. Okay, I'll give you that one. That one was all right. That one was all right. <laughs> I thought it was pretty topical. Extremely topical. Yes. Good job, Mike. So, all right, on to your next part of homework. Uh, I don't know if this one's too difficult. I'm not sure. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't see anybody that pops out to me. But, uh, Mike, how does the beekeeper relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Ah, so this one wasn't too bad. Uh, I didn't get to use any of the main uh, acting core because they were more uh, DC aligned. um, uh, And Jason Statham hasn't done any Marvel movies. But our cinematographer of this movie, uh, Gabriel uh, Bernistan, also worked on a plethora of uh, MCU movies. He's Iron Man, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor Ragnarok. He was a director of photography um, for, I think, the UK um, for most of these. Uh, Black Widow. So he, he's been an, uh, he's he's very uh, busy guy. So that one wasn't too bad, man. Good job, Mike. Good job. I was just trying to think. I mean, I know Jeremy Irons was in DC. Uh, I don't think Jason Statham's done either. Jo- was Josh Hutcherson in DC movies? I think. I think he was. Uh, let's see. He n- no, I don't think he was in anything. Um, that I saw. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, he's he's been in a lot of stuff, but nothing like super big. I was just curious. Anyways, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I know he was on. in, you know, all the hunger Games stuff, you know, he was, he was yeah. PETA. PETA. Yep. So Mike, we got some breaking news. Oh, uh, what do we got from uh real film nerds? Uh, super fan, Eric. Uh, I sent him a post on a birthday post for his brother. Yeah. And I called him a number two because uh, uh, the birthday post said, happy birthday to my number one. And so I said, oh, does that mean Eric is number two? And I already got a response back. Uh, Superfan Eric says, uh, ha, ha, ha. Hell yeah. I love being a number two. Smiley face. Wow. All right. So so Superfan Eric is uh, a number two. He's a number two. Yep. Yep. Thank you, Eric, for being a number two. But you're always a number one in our book here at The Real Film Nerds. Uh, n- nice. Nice, man. Unless you want to be a number two. I mean, we can move someone up to the number one spot for, you know, super fans. But anyways, okay, Mike. So guess what? Before we get going again with our spoiler section. we have section another giveaway? Of the beekeeper. We have another giveaway. Yes, sir, we do. Oh, my. All right, let's do it. So this one, I wanted to see this one. It was in the theaters. We didn't get around to it. It came out, I think, in the fall. Um, Taika Waititi's Tita's, <laughs> Taika Waititi's Taika Waititi's latest film, the next goal wins, is what we're giving away. And again, we're also giving away digital copies for this one too. 
Oh, man, I did want to see this myself. Uh, I think it was only in the theater in my neck of the woods for a week or two. I, I think it was very short-lived. Yeah, it wasn't a real, real big film uh, as far as like release dates. It was a uh, Searchlight picture, I believe, uh, uh. which is the more independent wing of uh, Paramount. Aren't they related to Paramount, I think? Uh, no, that's uh, it's, it's related to... Um... I guess Disney now, because it used to be oh, Fox Searchlight. Oh, it was Fox, right, yeah. But it's probably just called Searchlight now, because... It is. I, I don't know. They they seem to have tried to take off. Like, it's not 21st century anymore, like Fox. It's just called 21st century. 20th century, but yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, 20, 20th century, yeah. Like, so I feel like they've tried to remove some branding. So I'm not sure if it's just called Searchlight now. I think it's just called Searchlight Pictures now, yeah. But anyways, besides the point... um. We are giving away digital copies for this film, which I'm excited about. I wish I would have seen it. Um, gosh, man, this is a good one. Um, Mike, what should we do for a giveaway on this one? It's based around soccer. Uh, Taika Waititi is one of my favorite directors. Uh, you know, I'll forgive him for Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, I still feel that there was too many cooks in the kitchen on that one. I don't think that was him at all. I thought that failure was not on his shoulders at all, but we talked about that in a podcast. So, Mike, uh, what should our listeners do? Y- y- you know what, Matt? I am trying to think of something creative and fun. Um, I think Taika Waititi was involved with a New Zealand group, like a, a music group. Is, is is that correct, Matt? Do you remember? I don't know. Sure, why not? <laughs> okay. Tell us what that group is. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That works for me. And, Mike, you're going to have to Google that one now. So, as I get ready to read the business, Mike's going to be sitting here Googling to make sure he didn't just make a big mistake. <laughs> There's no mistakes. Just things Never. that could use corrections. This is live recorded podcast. <laughs> Okay, well, here we go. Here is The Business. FYI, it is starring uh, a gentleman that was in last week's movie, uh, Michael Fassbender. So, uh, you know, it has to be good. Michael Fassbender is such a great actor. He really is. But anyways, I digress. Here's The Business. Michael Fassbender stars in this hilarious and heartwarming, feel-good underdog comedy based on a true story by Academy Award-winning filmmaker Taika Waititi. Score big by adding Next Goal wins to your movie collection today. You can buy it now on digital and own it on Blu-ray February 27th. Again, it was a Searchlight Pictures film. Okay, Mike, I think Mike has an answer to our question. Did you figure it out yet? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still looking, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, while he continues to look, I'm gonna go. All right, well, now we are in the beekeeper spoiler section. So if you don't want this incredible film to be spoiled, go ahead and click it off now, um, Mike. Oh my God, dude! How the hell did they take all the money away from the sweet, sweet old lady who I think is from the Cosby Show? And then she kills herself. She shoots herself in the head. And then, coincidentally, her daughter's an FBI agent. I mean, dude, right off the back, it, right off the back, right off the bat, it's like getting hit by like a bus with this movie. It's just 
wild and it only gets wilder from there yeah man but it's such a topical like you could pretty much see this happening to like very you know like like not any like well i guess anyone but like uh just um the elderly being taken advantage of and it's like oh no that's that's not okay and like our uh, main character the beekeeper uh he he's like nope nope this is this is this person's the only person uh i think that like show what did he say T- uh took care of him uh his his Character yeah. name in the movie is Adam Clay, but I I don't think that's his real name because in the movie they said he's just like a made up person who only has a birth certificate and like a social security number and no record of anything else in their entire life. Yeah, they basically try and make it look like he's like a James Bond kind of character, like he doesn't exist. Yeah, and 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 speaking of that, Matt, so this is my only complaint about this movie. Oh, oh the, already with the complaints, Mike. I thought you were going to give a little sugar and honey before you threw in the vinegar. Oh, man, I love it. Keep it coming, Matt. Keep it coming. But anyway, uh, no, uh, th- that's my only complaint of this movie is there's not the world building of what the beekeepers are is somewhat there, but it seems kind of disjointed and... and uh, I don't know. I wanted to know a little bit more. We've said this before in other movies where they start to kind of get you down this path, but they don't really, they didn't really tell us much as far as the beekeepers. We find out that it's some sort of organization, something to do with national security. Like it's kind of exposed to us slowly through the movie, but not really. And I wanted to know just a little bit more. Um, I did like seeing some of our bad guys a little bit more, like, cause they, they showed them kind of trying to repair and like, it was a little bit different take of kind of like, a he's coming and how they're trying to get ready versus the other stuff, like versus just Jason Statham's character getting ready. I, I don't know. So, um, like you said in the intro, Matt, it's, uh, Jason Statham's John Wick and for sure this movie is john wick-esque like in its style and everything but man stealing stealing from elderly and just the most like grandiose like those like uh those offices and stuff were just so crazy dude like and it might be like that that was just like whoa it was very over the top but it could be like that i don't know well mike that that whole thing doesn't bother me. I think that adds to the film, not knowing much about the beekeeper, to be honest with you. I kind of like it. It makes it more clandestine. It makes it more scary that the people in the CIA and the FBI, hell, even the president doesn't even know who the hell this organization is. I like that. I like it a lot. I think it kind of adds a little bit to it. But um, as far as stealing from, you know, the elderly and the helpless that just pisses me off it really honestly might be like that but you know if it is like that mike i really doubt they're on u.s soil i'm pretty sure they're elsewhere in the world because it would get tracked down so fast and the penalties would be so bad yeah yeah i i i think it could be done in that maybe style of almost like a game show or like a competition oh definitely yeah but Done. Done offshore. Offshore. Absolutely offshore. Yeah. 
I don't think it would be here, but yeah, I, I, overall, Mike, you know, this movie is reminds me very much of John Wick. It is Jason Statham's John Wick. I think it's doing pretty good at the box office. I think we might get more out of this. Maybe, maybe not. If it's one and done, I'm okay with it. But um, the biggest complaints I have about it is the action isn't as clean as like John Wick. Like, you know, in John Wick, they have the big open set pieces where he's just going to town with the action. This is shot very differently. It's much more chaotic. It's much tighter. It's the kind of action that you're like, okay, there's all this badass action going on, but the choreography isn't like that awesome. It's good, but it's not incredible. So let's cut it tight. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're right. It wasn't as uh, as um, wide. It's it's very yeah. It's very close in on the action, and you know that that was for uh that was the style i guess of 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 the director um i don't i don't know you it think could it's because a number of things like we said off. it could aesthetics it could be the stunt coordinator it could be whatever you know yeah yeah i mean jason statham's getting a little bit older as well i mean he he's not a young dude anymore no and i'm not complaining about that but i mean it's just not as refined and clean as john wick because i keep using john wick as a reference um i don't really mean to but that is kind of the competition um honestly it reminds me more of like a 90s action movie in the way how extreme everything is the grandioseness of the villains how the villains you keep one-upping one like you find out about um the guy that the call center while he's not the big villain he's a villain then you find about out about josh hutcherson's character He's not the big villain, but he kind of is, but he isn't. Then you find out about Jeremy Irons, and then you find out about Josh Hutcherson's mom, and she really kind of got all the shit going back when his dad was still alive, and that's how he made money for his mom to run for president and all this other shit. So it's like a video game boss battle 90s movie. It just keeps building and building and building. Yeah, yeah, and maybe that's part of the reason I like it, dude. It's like uh, it, it heralds back to the 90s, like where, you know, we we uh watched a lot of the movies and we enjoyed watching you know the arnold and the the stallone style just kicking ass taking names yeah and just to be clear uh i'm not dissing this movie i'm just discussing it but i really enjoyed this film i just think our modern revenge films are a little bit cleaner a little different uh not quite as 90s action but there's a place for this film like I said, I think it's doing pretty well in the box office. Um, people are going to see it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was decent. Uh, I'm glad I saw it in the theaters versus at home. You know, it, it was good. I love Jason Statham. I think he does a very good job. Oh, and one thing that I thought was really kind of interesting, you know, John Wick uses like a lot of guns and a lot of these other films like this are all about the guns. Honestly, Adam Clay, John Statham's character, really didn't use any guns until he really had to. He just kind of beat the shit out of everybody, especially if they were quote unquote good guys, you know, being FBI and, you know, CIA and all that stuff. But he really didn't use guns until he absolutely, absolutely had to, or he was extremely outnumbered. And I kind of like that. That was kind of cool. What did you think of the, uh, the, uh, I thought it was almost <laughs> too short. Uh, the scene with the, the quote-unquote new beekeeper and their rendezvous at the gas station. Oh, that shit was hilarious. That shit was so <laughs> ridiculous and over the top. I thought it was so much fun. I mean, 
the chick just rolls up with a Dodge Dakota, much like one I had back in the day, with a minigun in the back and just starts lighting everybody up. I mean, I wanted more about her and her craziness and all that shit, but yeah, it was pretty quick to you know bring her in and then quickly extinguish her flames. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think they should have had a little bit more of a back and forth because that could have been fun because it was a little crazy. Like she should have escaped once or something. Oh yeah, and then come pops back up randomly somewhere with a vehicle and an even like ins- more insane thing, like maybe a Apache helicopter or something. Well, I was I was thinking like like a, a javelin or a rocket launcher or something. You no, know, just something random. Yeah, so, something. Oh, dude, a minigun is pretty hardcore to begin with. And then, well, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. one thing he goes to her lair, which obviously used to be like his lair or his hideout or whatever. And gets all the shit because he knows exactly where it is. They didn't really dwell too much on that. I kind of wish there was a little bit more to it because, I mean, clearly it's like James Bondy with guns with all kinds of crazy shit, vehicles with all kinds of crazy shit. I would have liked to have seen a little more than that. But again, we're watching it from the perspective of a beekeeper that is retired, not a current beekeeper, you know? That's true. That's true. He, He's... He comes out of retirement, and and you don't know much, but you do know that in his beehive, he had like a random radio or cell phone that he could call somebody and be like, hey. (laughs) That was interesting, too. So, well, all right, man. I think we could sit here and talk about this all day. Like, I know you loved it. What would you think of the the whole end scene uh, with the present reveal and, you know, all that crazy shit? Not to keep you talking about stuff, but... Uh, you know, uh, I thought it was interesting because the the um, the son, you know, was... I don't know. He, I guess he's kind of on drugs and stuff, but, like, he, he you know, he blew away the, uh, the FBI, like, director dude. And, and then, you know, Jason Statham comes in and, like, you know, takes him out. I... I was actually thinking he was going to do the president because all through the movie they they allude to um you know a, a beekeeper could take out the queen to like right the the hive right like what they say it like three times in the movie oh at least three times if not more yeah they keep going back to that yeah so that was that was interesting um uh you know, and then the fact that he got away, like that, that was kind of cool. You know, I was, I wasn't sure if that was going to happen or not, but you know, it, it was good that he also got like a little bit beat up. The, um, the South African, uh, guy was hilarious. What a great character, dude. Like he was awesome. Yeah, dude, that, that guy was pretty wild. And I'm just like, how the hell is this guy going to go up against Jason Statham? Well, he did. Cause even, you know, looking at them, physically compared to each other jason statham has him by leaps and bounds but it made for a fun interesting scene especially how he was even talking about how he went up against a beekeeper before you know that was kind of fun yeah yeah so that was uh that was fun man so i had a great time with this movie I'm not exactly sure why it came out in January because usually this is where movies come to die, but this movie's not it's not bad. I, I don't I don't know why it came out in January. Um they also released that The Mean Girls, which that's the movie that won the box office. Be- Beekeeper was number two. 
Um, and the Mean Girls is like the 20th anniversary of the original Mean Girls, I guess. And um, Mags and her friend went and watched it. So, I mean, obviously people went to see it because uh, it was number one pretty handily. So I heard it was a musical too. I heard it is a musical, which I didn't know. Yeah, neither did I until after people went and saw it. So, oh, 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 oh! I thought you were gonna say you like you're like well, you know, I was a big fan of Lindsay Lohan, so I had to go see the second one. Uh, no, no, and I don't think it's a I don't think it's a sequel. I think it's a remake kind of thing. Yeah, no, I think it is. I I know Tina Fey's in it. I think that's it. That's all I know. I didn't watch the trailers. Honestly, I haven't seen a whole lot of trailers. Like, dude, I literally did not see a trailer for Beekeeper until before our last podcast and I sat down and watched it. Oh, interesting. Well, I, if I, uh, you know, so I tend to make it to my theater a little bit late just because of, uh, scheduling things and drives and whatever. Um, but luckily they have 20 to 25 minutes of trailers. So I usually get a, like a good smattering. Well, I don't know, man. They just weren't playing this one and I usually make it early. So, oh, well. All right, Mike. Well, uh, I guess we should probably move on since this is going a lot longer than uh, we anticipated and you're well past your bedtime. You're going to, you know, like I say all the time, you're going to turn into a pumpkin. But uh, Mike, how many reels do you give uh, the beekeeper? Uh, I'm going to give beekeeper four and a half reels. Everybody should go see this. Wow, dude, you really did like this movie. Holy crap, four and a half. I thought we were going to double up for two weeks in a row. No, dude, no. I'm throwing it out there. Four and a half. Four and a half. Holy shit. So how many fives do you think you're going to give in 2024? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll find out probably pretty soon. It'll probably, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're we're Three? having this discussion. Yeah, we're having this discussion with one of my buddies coming out of the theater after Beekeeper, and he was asking, you know, how many times do you give fives? And I'm like, you know, I give a five maybe once or twice a year tops. Because there's not really that many earth-shattering movies every year. Even in a really good year, there's good films. Like, this is a really good film, but it's not a five. Like, you know, but also our scales, I think, are a little different, Mike. Like, mine, like, a five is like, you must fucking see it. You cannot miss it without, you know, any time in your life. You must see it. Right, right. So, so Barbie, dude, five. Uh, no. I... You know, we talked about that. I was not a fan of that. Honestly, I kind of think I should have given Oppenheimer a five because Oppenheimer was really good. Oppenheimer was really good. Really good. Yeah, I should have given it a five, but I don't I don't think I did. I think I gave it a four and a half. But anyways, on to the beekeeper, Mike. Um, again, not duplicating you. I am giving it a four out of five. Wow. Well, see, hey, you know, I I would say that then, then that is uh, our audience should definitely go see this movie. Oh, yeah, dude, definitely. Go check it out in the theaters. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. So uh, next week, Mike, what movie are we talking about? Uh, We're going to be watching the movie ISS, uh, International Space Station. It's an interesting concept, this movie. Um, I don't have the synopsis in front of me, so I'm just going to say what I think it's about. Uh, Essentially, the war breaks off. Huh? Oh, I got it. I got it pulled oh, up. Oh, you got it? Oh, okay. I'm a pro. Let's see, let, let's see what it says. Well, Mike, um, I just wanted to ask, did you pick this because of your obsession with space? 
Uh, yeah, you know it, dude. You know, you know, I I enjoy space. You like space too, man. I do. I I wish I could go to space, but you know, I have a hard enough time getting in a seven, uh, thirty-seven Max Nine. So I am definitely not going to be going to space in a tiny little rocket. Ah, okay. Well, dude, the 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 new uh, was it Star Starship? Is that right? The the new SpaceX thing. That thing's that thing's massive. You can fit in that. Is that like Starship Enterprise? Uh, I think it's just called Starship, but yeah, probably. I mean, there is lots of uh, sci-fi stuff, you know. You know, there's a there's a rocket called the Vulcan Centaur. That's a combination of <laughs> Star Trek and mythology. Interesting. Yeah. Well, okay, all right, here you go, Mike. Here's the synopsis for ISS. Uh, oh, it's only an hour and 35 minutes, so another short one. All right. Tensions flare in the near future aboard the International Space Station as a conflict breaks out on Earth. Reeling, the U.S. and Russian astronauts receive orders from the ground. Take control of the station by any means necessary. So we got a war in the ground and we got a war in space. This is why we have the new uh, uh, space uh, branch of the military, Mike, for times like this. Space Force all the way, baby. All right, dude. This is this is what Space Force was made for. ISS fights. Let's do it. All right, man. Well, what else you got to add, Mike? Are you done? Do you need to go nighty-night? No, I, I mean, I think everybody should see The Beekeeper. It's a good movie. Um it 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 highlights uh you know people uh preying on the uh you know the weaker parts of society and that's just uh they, you can't do that and uh Jason Statham's character's there to make things right he is very superhero but it 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 was fun it was a fun movie so i say see that and then uh everybody enter our contest we got two contests this this uh week so make sure you email me mike at real film nerds and uh i guess that's about it dude uh you have anything else no i think we're good man we'll see how uh iss goes next week okay all right well thanks for listening everybody and make sure to catch us on the socials uh facebook instagram uh x formerly known as twitter and uh, we'll catch you on the next pod thanks for listening thank you for listening to the real film nerds now don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at real film nerds now go out and catch a movie welcome everyone to ma hinchaw loses her cookies episode 46, Beekeeper. Hi, Matt. How are you doing this lovely dark night that's freezing cold? It's called The Beekeeper, because if you're going to have that kind of attitude, you're going to get corrected, young lady. Oh, no, I left the bee out. Oh, no. Okay, back it up. (laughs) I'm not backing it up. You are committed now. Okay, be beekeeper.
Okay. And how, why are you saying it's a dark, cold evening? It's not cold at all. I mean, we're not even below freezing yet. Ooh, it's a hot spell there in Prescott. Okay. I don't care. It's cold to me. Anyway, I really liked this movie. I thought it was awesome. I really thought it was very, very good. Well, then why yeah. did you rate it so low on the radio? I didn't. I did not rate it low. Phooey. Let's anyway. see if you've been using your letterbox app. I don't think you have. No, I haven't. Who had time? Me. I do it all the time. Well, lovely. You must be sitting around twiddling your thumbs a lot. I didn't have time yet. I do it as I'm literally walking out the door to my car. But, you well, know, the 45 <laughs> minutes it takes you to go from the parking lot to the inside of the theater, clearly you don't have enough time to no, do a thing and mark how many stars on the app. No, because it's hard to do that and use my walker at the same time. So there. Yeah. <laughs> no one said anyway. you were actually walking. Well, how else am I going to go from, from the car to, oh, for goodness sakes, I give up. You're a mess. Anyway, <laughs> I like to <laughs> I yeah, like you it. haven't even rated any. I'm looking at the app right now. You haven't rated anything. All you have is likes. You liked the killer and you liked uh, um, Aquaman. You know, technology is just not your friend. Okay, I'll have to have Michael, which he's gone home now. Maybe tomorrow he can show me more about what's it called? <laughs> Why did the Michael go home already? He was at he your house to... the other day until like 9.30. No, he has to, had to go home and he has laundry and everything. And so he's got to go. Okay. Anyway, he's gone. He's gone. So uh, anyway, as we were talking about the beekeeper. Way to go, Jason. It, he was very good. Very good. And I learned a lot about bees which was kind of interesting. At the beginning, you learn a lot about bees and beekeeping and how they get the honey out of the honeycomb, which I thought was really cool. Not that I'd want to do it because, you know, we had that swarm of killer bees in my backyard. Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. But, you know, that was cool. And then I really, really thought this was very edifying for people who uh, do not understand some of the um, evil hacking stuff out there in the computer world or wherever you want to say it. There you go. I mean, can I say anything about that? It's your podcast. You do whatever you want. Well, anywho. This dear sweet lady is on her computer and she has a problem. And so she clicks it and she's like, I don't know what to do. And she clicked on it. And basically they stole everything of hers, all her money, all her bank accounts, everything, everything. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And she couldn't handle it. And so she commits suicide, which is very sad. 
I mean, I'm not saying this movie is a happy, happy movie, but it's very poignant. And uh, she had befriended Jason. And when he saw what happened and everything, and her daughter came, who the daughter's in the FBI, and uh, they wanted to find out who in the heck was robbing this poor lady and, you know, made her so overwrought she did away with herself. Very cool movie. But there I have a few things where I'm not so nuts about it. But mostly I really liked it. I thought it was good. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yes, you're sir. supposed to talk about the things that you're nuts about and not so nuts about, not just what the movie's about. So what well, are you I, not I liking? What I, what I did not like was, okay, the daughter's with the FBI, and the FBI is supposed to be really, really good and everything. And yet... Where are you getting that assumption that the FBI is really, really good? Well, I don't know. I just am. Well, then why I, are you assuming Oh, because all the news networks say so. There. Well, anyhow. <laughs> um, but when they follow the beekeeper, because he's like a head of the FBI, really. And he goes in some great effects of, you know, <clears throat> blowing up building stuff and everything. But... uh the thing that got me was when they finally get close to who the really uh, head of this whole group is and what all, you know, I'm not going to say everything. You have to go. I'm to not movies. asking you to say everything. I just want you to give your opinion. We've had okay. this discussion before, haven't but, we? Okay. I know we haven't had it this week, no. but people <laughs> want to know what you think about it. They don't want to know about the movie. Stop talking over me, please. Okay. Well, anyway, when they get close to the bad person or persons, there's a whole bunch of FBI folks that show up. And I cannot really believe that he would actually be able to wipe out as many of them that were there, but he did. And I kind of had an issue with that. I thought that was like kind of um, not realistic, I guess you'd say. Okay. Well, do you think any part of the movie is realistic other than the woman killing herself and the hacking? I mean, you really think a guy can sit there and take down, you know, all these people without even using guns for the most part? No. Yeah. He didn't use guns. So why do you think this movie is supposed to be realistic? Well, I don't know. I just go to movies and I think they're realistic, but that's just me because I'm old. Well, you're drunk because movies are not realistic. Most of them. (laughs) If you want realistic, go watch a documentary. Oh, okay. And I did. I watched a really good one on Martin Luther King. But anyway, no, I just, um, that I was a little mm, on, but the rest of it was very good. I liked it. The, the, I guess, yeah, well, it would have been CGI. It was good. And uh, it was, I thought it was interesting how he was always a step ahead of 
the daughter and the FBI and, and all that stuff. And uh, I, I liked the movie and uh, Jason did a really good job and I thought it was a good movie there. Okay. Okay. So what about next week's movie? I'm scared to go watch that. <laughs> Cause Why I are you scared to go watch it? It's really going to be st- scary because there was this movie where, oh, a while ago, where, oh, what's her name, was uh, <clears throat> stuck in a spaceship or something or another. Those those things really creep me out. And uh, also, it is also creepy because there's so many bombs that go off on Earth, from what I have heard. And uh, so I'm nervous, but I will go. I will go watch it. And I well, will get creeped out. It's going to be <laughs> realistic then? Because you're never going to go into uh, space. Oh, heck no. I don't want to. Well, then why are you creeped out? It's a movie. It's entertainment. Oh, oh you're a crazy person. But I put myself in other people's, uh, you know position sometimes and then you know and it's like okay alien when sigourney weaver was on her spaceship and stuff and then there came the alien you know that creeped me out you're definitely no sigourney weaver oh heck i'm as tall was as tall as she is but no i'm no sigourney weaver at all Mm -mm. but anyway Really, I recommend seeing this in the movie. I enjoyed it in the movie. And Okay, Mom, uh, it's a movie. You saw it at the theater. Mm-hmm. So say you recommend them seeing the movie at the theater, not seeing the movie at the movie. Oh, see the movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, folks, this is the talent that I work with. <laughs> this is why... You know, we have mysterious Mike Talon on before because he gets stuff messed up too, but not as bad as this old bitty. I know this old bitty really gets at the cinema. There we are. Oh no, that's that cinema would still be better going and watching the movie at the movie. Okay. <laughs> that's true. I'm bad. I'm bad. Let's face it. But anyway, it was a good movie, and I think. The folks who were there enjoyed it, and I liked it. I thought it was good. Much to me, much better than the killer. Uh, the plot flowed better. It kept your interest. I didn't go to sleep. <clears throat> so there you go. And uh, do you want to know how many cookies I gave it? Do I have to? No, <laughs> you don't have to. It's your podcast. You do what you want. Okay, I gave it four cookies four so you didn't give it four and a half mysterious mike talent gave it four and a half well i don't care what he did i gave it four well i do well poo on you i don't (laughs) man you are on a roll tonight you you told me to fo earlier now you're telling you're trying to poo on me what is wrong (laughs) with you did you not take your medication (laughs) no i didn't take my aspirin tonight (laughs) believe me it's a lot more powerful than aspirin Mm, okay okay but i didn't even have any of my christmas present either so oh well i'll do that another evening well you <laughs> didn't even tell the people what the pod what the movie is for next week oh we talked okay. about it but you didn't say what it is 
Okay, the movie is called ISS, I think. And that stands for what? I don't know. <laughs> Again, folks, this is the talent that I am banished with. I don't know how you're ever allowed on the radio station with these this foul mouth, this memory. If you can't hear her, she's laughing her brains out. But she's I don't think you can hear her on her microphone. No, but, I could think I could try and figure out what one of the ISs is, but I don't know. Anyway. International some, Space Station. Ooh, there you go. Inter oh, that's what the I is. Okay. International Space Station. There. Now I sound like I know something, which I don't, but okay. Oh, believe me, all the listeners at this point know you don't. No. There's no I, fooling them. No, <laughs> that's true. All righty. What did you give it? I can't remember. Well, I gave it four as well. But if you listen to the podcast, it was before this. Oh, I didn't listen to your podcast yet. Well, yeah, because I'm still working on it because I'm recording this one. So I put it at the end of mine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, there you go. So how could I listen to it? There, you're very confused. I'm sorry about that. All right. I'm not confused at all. You are killing me. But you heard me what I said, heard what I said on the radio. Yeah. So and you didn't remember. What'd you say? <laughs> Four. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, no. I heard what you said. Well, I heard some. I had some uh, issues there, too. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Lord, take me now. Okay. Well. Do, are can you I, can I end the podcast now, please? Yes, please say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank so God. <laughs> Why okay. do you keep talking over me? You are in a mood. <laughs> That's not an answer. I'm not supposed to talk over you. I'm not talking, so you're allowed to talk. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I no like answer, it and I think you'd like it. So there oh, you go. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for enduring another rousing catastrophe known as Ma Henshaw loses her cookies, episode number 46. Tune in next week as she loses her mind and cookies even more. Thanks again for listening. Have a good evening. Bye.